Live from the studios of KTAR News 92.3 FM, it's the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show with Brian Whitfield. Everything you need to know to grow. Call Brian with your questions at 602-277-5827. That's 602-277-5827. The Whitfield Nursery Garden Show, now on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Good morning, Arizona. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. And it's a beautiful day out there. Hey, it's warmer than yesterday. Yesterday morning at the farm, it was 27. Today, it's 34. We don't even have to run wind machines or water. What a break. Anyway, happy Sunday. Beautiful morning out there. Okay, I know it still looks like night. but uh, And this is the long, the shortest day radio show we're going to do for the year, just about. Uh, I think it is. Yeah, because we're fall right in between. So, yes, this is the shortest day radio show. Usually the 22nd the shortest day. Theoretically, it should be the coldest night. But for the most part, we're usually colder somewhere between Christmas and the first of the year or just after. At any rate, uh, welcome to the program. Starting off with wide open phones. We have Shira here on Phones and Music. We have Troy Barrett back in the room on the news. And... Uh, we're here to please, but you lead the direction of the story. We could talk about anything you want to grow, water, fertilize, plant, or kill. Your successes, your failures. And uh, we don't know all the answers, but we can uh, also open it up where you can provide us answers as well. There's a, you know, it's just a plethora of talent here in the Valley and when it comes to gardening and lots of different styles. And, uh, you know, a lot of people we can share their, their experience with. Anyway, if you're ready to share your experience, give us a call. The number to call six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven. You know, when we start off in the dark, it's a little slower in the beginning. And it sure always laughs how it's kind of hard to get on the air in the end. But, you know, that's how the days are this time of year. And, uh, it's, it's a great, uh, you know, pretty traditional, typical winter where we've had a little bit of rain, you know, and we've had, um, some cooler weather, which should really thin out our bugs. Uh, some freezing, but not much so far. I mean, you know, unless you're in a real cold area, you probably haven't had much frost. But at any rate, it can still happen, so we want to be aware. And uh, we could talk about, uh, you know, the holiday plants from poinsettias to Christmas trees to Christmas cactus. Those are all kind of fun things for this time of year. But whatever your dreams are or your nightmares, Give us a call at 602-277-5827. And I will mention that we have beautiful Christmas trees left. So if you're looking for a perfect Christmas tree, you can come out to our lots. And we do have uh, really beautiful trees from about 4 to 15 feet. And we have Noble first, Fraser first, Grand first, Douglas first. We have some very special trees. Did I like to mention the uh, the White Mountain Apache Tribe? Um, we work with them this year in a group of veterans, uh, the League of Veterans, with with Big John, and uh, you know they were they were really kind enough to let us go up uh, and cut trees in some of their, their lands up high by Holly Lake, and we have some of those left, and they're beautiful trees. They're white firs, and could be a cork bark or blue spruce, but uh, if you're looking for something natural, they're natural. They're grown here, and they're part of our White Mountain. Uh, Apache community, and so they were. It was really a kind of a fortunate deal with them in the League of Veterans to be able to get those trees in. So, if you're looking for something different, now I will tell you that Jane Mitchell, who was our guest last week, uh, you know, as far as a guest caller, because Jane's the one that uh, with her father, we learned a lot about the Christmas tree business from. They started in 1950, but uh, Jane did come by and she got a nice little white fur, and uh, she even sent me a picture of it back at her home. But uh, there's a lot, you know, it's, it's kind of 
funny when you're in the Christmas tree business, you know, sometimes you'll go for the, the more natural kind of a tree. You know, it doesn't have to be the fullest and it doesn't have to be the most fragrant. But we, one thing we know about natural trees is they'll last. You know, you can keep those to epiphany and beyond. Anyway, two lines still open. The number to call 602-277-5827-277. KTAR, Barbara in Phoenix. Good morning, Barb. Good morning. Merry Christmas. To you as well. Oh, and thank you so much for this show. I love it. My question is, what uh, pre-emergent do you suggest and when do you suggest to use it for rocks and grass? Well, the one that we use the most of is pendimethalin, and uh, Pendulum would be a brand name. And uh, that one, um, you know, we use it. We can't use it on anything organic, so it can't be in our citrus groves and those okay. kind of places. It'd be awfully nice if it could, but that's against the rules. We can't do that. But for a rock yeah. yard, the best time to put it down would be, you know, you should have had it down in September, but you can put it down, okay. put it down again January, February, and uh, okay. really two applications like that. Um, should do pretty well for you unless you have a lot of chamomile, the yellow flowering plant. And if you have a lot mm-hmm. of chamomile, you might want to hit another course, you know, like in April. Okay. And how about for the grass? Uh, the same one will work just fine on a lawn. Just make sure you're not planning to overseed. So as long as you're not going to try to, you know, put a winter lawn in, uh, it'll work yeah. fine. In the winter, and, you know, really the time you need to put it on a Bermuda grass lawn. Unless you have big spurge problems, it is going to be in September. And uh, for for moody grass, that'll stop all the oxalis and all the winter weeds, the little yellow clovery things, and and that does a really Uh fine job. And it's no use in doing it right now, then? Well, you're kind of between seasons, so anything that's going to germinate for the winter weeds is probably already up. And okay. and the summer weeds have, aren't going to germinate for a while till the days start getting longer and warmer. So you're kind of in between seasons. All right. I thank you, and I love your show. Thank you for doing this, and uh, have a wonderful holiday. So, Barbara, thanks for being part of it, and you and your family as well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, now we're back to wide open phones again. Next thing you know, we're going to have to call Shira and see what she's doing for Hanukkah this year. <laughs> But, uh, no, it is a beautiful morning out there, folks. And um, it is, you know, this is the time of year you want to be a little careful planting some things. But it's a great time if you're going to plant things that are deciduous. If you want to give somebody a Christmas gift that will last a lifetime, you know, perhaps uh, a live oak tree, which is evergreen but hardy, or ashes and elms and citrus trees can all be planted this time of year and uh, you can give them a gift that uh, will grow on them what can we say or you know we can give them a gift that will you know keep them happy for years you know if we give them the right lemon tree and perhaps they like to mix it with a little libation here and there they could be smiling forever you know so there's a lot of fun things to do as far as if you haven't figured out your holiday gifts yet there's a lot of great things that uh, you can do along those lines that can last a lifetime or you know there's nothing like just uh, when you go to the uh, the party just bring a big poinsettia you know, poinsettias are really kind of special. Um, you know, the Ecke family really did a lot to develop them. But, man, what a wonderful plant and what a beautiful plant. And you can keep them on the patio for a while. And, you know, I've seen poinsettias last uh, here you know, in the right places for years. So something fun, different to grow. Well, we have those wide open phones. So I guess we're going to have to go back to the old days. Yes, Shira. We're going to give the next three callers a free Christmas tree. Uh, you know, of your choice. Uh, for, this will be from any one of our locations. 
locations. We have our, our lot at Bell and 64th Street. We have one at 8th Street in Glendale, uh, East Valley, Cooper and Guadalupe, or 26th Street in Southern. And for the next three callers, free Christmas tree. We're going to take a short break. And while we're gone, call up and get a free Christmas tree. Why not? We'll be right back with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show here every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 on 92.3 FM KTAR. Or you can catch us anywhere on the planet at KTR.com. Greeting cards have all been sent. The Christmas rushes through. But I still have one wish to make. A special one for you. Merry Christmas, darling. And uh, she's got to be one of my favorite all-time singers. Anyway, we still have a line available for the for the Christmas tree. Or you can just call. We could talk about you know what you're growing, killing, how to grow it. Or if you have suggestions for us, we're all ears. The number to call, 602-277-5827, 277-KTAR. Lucy in Maricopa, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Hi, Hi Lucy. I've, I've called you a whole bunch of times for 20 years, but I didn't understand the name of what you told that woman in the last call for the pre-emergent. Okay, it's called Pen- Pendulum is the brand name, or Pendamethylum. Oh, okay, is Pendulum, it? I got that. Okay, it's pretty good. Oh, pretty expensive, but pretty good. Well, it saves a lot of work. Uh, Bug and Weed Mart, I think. Do carry it in the nursery? Uh, we don't really carry it in the commercial size things, but Bug and Weed Mart, I think, here in the Valley does. And uh, you can find it uh, at farm supply places. You know, long, okay. a long ways from where you're at, but if you're out in the West Side, like Deal's Feed Store carries it, you know, and you might find some other feed stores that carry it. But I can't think of anyone that carries it in Maricopa. I, no, no, there wouldn't be. I think I ordered it online last time. So, Lucy, did you want a Christmas tree? You betcha. All right. You can go into either probably the Gilbert store or to um, the one in South Phoenix, whichever is easier, and they'll be open today till 6. I will see if I can get my neighbor to... Give me a ride with a truck. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you. Congratulations and have a nice weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, Vincente in Queen Creek. Hello, Vince. Hi, how are you? Great. I love your show. Um, I had a quick question, and it's probably a simple one, but I've been, I have a bunch of different cacti and agaves in back, my backyard by the pool. Um, they are potted, and... 
I've been getting this black fungus, almost like rot, on the cacti, and I cannot figure what it is. I don't see any. I inspected the roots. The roots looked healthy. I don't see any pests around it. I do use pesticides, like the natural stuff, but I can't for the life figure it out what the problem is, and it's causing some of them to start to die. Well, uh, Vince, how are you watering? Um, just by like a, a, a canister, <laughs> or not a canister, but it was a little potty. Whatever, what do you call it, those? Um, and, and how how often? Like once a week? Once yeah. every two weeks? Oh, about about once a week. Okay. Well, once a week would be plenty this time of year. Maybe you know more than the need. There's a product called Monterey Disease Control, which is a bacter- okay. bacteria that eats fungus that you could spray on the whole plant and in the soil. And uh, it might be beneficial, but um, you really want to just make sure they're not too wet. Okay, got it. Okay, and if anything's decaying and soft and rot, yeah, really rotting, then you'll want to cut that off and get some powdered sulfur and dust it with some powdered sulfur. And uh, that, that can stop the bacteria from feeding on it, too. Got it. Because it can I be bacteria it. or fungus, either one. Did you want a Christmas tree, Vince? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so um, probably for you over at the Gilbert store at Cooper and Guadalupe, and uh, all you do is go in there and give them your name. And you guys already gave Sheer the phone number, so we're we're cool. And uh, have fun. Happy holidays. You too. Thanks, Vince. Bye bye. Uh, Jose in Phoenix. Good morning, Jose. Good morning. How are you, sir? Wonderful. Thanks for asking. Not bad. Um, I just want to say I am a one and a half time caller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the one time, uh, the first time I ever called, I got too shy and I had to hung, hang up right before you said my name. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're glad we're glad you hung in today, Jose. <laughs> See, it's nice. No, we're, we're, we're not so scary here. Well, Shira might be a little scary, but <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> hey, so um, I first started listening to you guys. Um, in the pandemic, I believe uh, it was two radio calls before, or at least two episodes before the time you went fishing in California. Yeah, I, you know, I actually yeah. am partners in a boat in California, Jose, and you could tell how, how often I go fishing because I'm not here very often. <laughs> I mean, not gone very often. <laughs> no, that, is, that is very true, and, and, I, and we appreciate it. We definitely do. Um, but at least one thing I wanted to say is uh, before I ran into this show, um, we just had grass in the backyard, and uh, since the show, I think we were up to about thirteen trees in the backyard. Wow! Now, now they're all smaller, so we I, we got them all like five or fifteen gallons. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least my worries are more: what can I do to make sure they do thrive? Well, the main thing for most of us, Jose, is we all like to eat, and trees are the same way. And now this time of year, most 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 varieties, citrus included, you know, most of them are fairly dormant, and they're really not going to grow any, so there's no reason to feed this time of year. But sometime okay. after Valentine's Day, you know, the middle of February, after our last frost potential date, is the great time to feed. And for young plants, and if you want them to grow fast, if you feed them, you know, monthly, okay? So we're going to feed them monthly. And for most plants, if they've been in for a while, watering weekly in the summertime is plenty. But a deep water so that we're running the water long enough to push the salts away from them. And that combination, you know, should have the young trees growing their best. Got it. I definitely understand. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so at least for right now, just keep the water. Um, yeah, right right now for most most plants, you could water every two weeks this time of year. 
Every two weeks. Yeah, but when, when it gets warmed up, like I say, middle of uh, February, then go to once a week. So, Jose, are okay. you going to come get a Christmas tree for us? You know, I wasn't going to do a Christmas tree this year, but the offer was too good to pass up. <laughs> I was like, I have, I have to get past my fear, and I'll call them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we, we've got some beautiful trees, Jose. Uh, what part of town are you located in? Um, I'm in Phoenix, closer to Glendale. Okay, yeah, you can go by the Glendale Avenue store, and uh, and you'll be all set up. Perfect. Hey, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye, Jose. Uh, let's see. Next, we got Jackie and Mesa. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning. How are you today? Excellent. And you? Fantastic. Thank you. Um, I planted rye, and it came in real good at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's just turning yellow now. Well, it's probably it's probably hungry. So if you're going to uh, okay. fertilize rye this time of year, you want to use a fertilizer that contains ammonium nitrate because it releases better. But you can't buy straight okay. ammonium nitrate anymore. So a 21714 lawn fertilizer is going to be your best. Turf Royale okay. is one brand, but there's lots of brands that will do the same thing, and they're configured pretty close to the same. So you want to okay. just look on the label in the bag and make sure that part of the nitrogen, the first number, comes from ammonium nitrate. And you can put uh-huh. it on. And if you, put, if you, if you fertilize today, day and watered. It can be green by the end of the week or Christmas, the last day of Hanukkah. Fantastic. All righty. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jackie. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. We have Judith in Papago Park. Good morning, Judith. Good morning. How are you this morning? morning. I'm great. How are you? Pretty fine. That's good. Yeah, I had a question about um, just basic in general gardening. I'm kind of new to uh, the Arizona area and is a tree you can basically have a vegetable garden kind of all year round? Absolutely. You know, and now would be uh, if you want to plant root crops, so if you want to plant radishes and carrots, and maybe some turnips, mm-hmm. something like that, this is a great time to plant them. You can still plant all your greens too. So if you wanted to plant lettuce, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, kale, all those would do very mm-hmm. well planted now. Uh, normally we're going to hold off on planting, you know, frost tender plants like tomatoes and peppers for probably another month. Month or so It'd be better, you know, if we're going to yeah. plant new ones to plant a month from now. But uh, right. we could follow those up with, you know, there's there's okra for the summer. If you're a southerner and you like okra, it's pretty darn good stuff when it's fried. And uh, <laughs> so you can grow that all summer long. Uh, black eyed peas, watermelons, and cantaloupe you plant in February. Mm-hmm. So there's How does corn do here. Uh, corn does very well, um, and you you know you usually plant a little earlier here in the spring, and uh, it can do mm-hmm. fine. The corn mm-hmm. you have to kind of be on top of because it'll get you know, unless you enjoy the worms with the extra protein. But uh, if you're not going for the extra protein, you want to use a little bit of BT on top of it, which is a bacteria that kills the worms before they eat your corn up. Ah, thank you. Well, thank you, Judith. Have a, have a have a happy holiday. Did I make it for the Christmas tree? Oh, you know, I was giving away three, but you know what? You're so kind. We're going to throw you right there in the list, okay? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. And does uh, Shira, does, uh, Shira have your number? Oh, she d- No, I don't think so. No. Hold on, okay? She's got to get your number. Okay. All right. All right thanks. Thank you. Uh, Joanne out in Gold Canyon. Hello, Joanne. Good morning. I really like your show. Uh, I have a question. I can ask more than one. Uh, you kind of broke up there, 
Joanne? Can I ask more than one question? Absolutely. And that's what happens out here. Yeah, absolutely. break up. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, um, I probably Joanne, are, have are, are about... You on, are you on a speakerphone or a regular phone? No, regular. I'm just on a cell phone. I don't have a okay. home phone. All I, right. You know, the, the, Go ahead. Okay, we're, but I'll we're talk good. louder. I have about eight Mediterranean palms that I bought from you guys, mm-hmm. and they're doing great. I have to get a little more soil because when I water them, it seems like they kind of it gets away from the roots. But my question is, how often should I water them? The two in the ground, will they really grow? And the, the, the other ones in the pots, they're big pots that kind of go around the patio. Mm-hmm. No grass in this yard, unfortunately. <laughs> Had a lot of grass at the other yard further west. Anyway, how often should I water those Mediterranean palms? You know, this and time of year, Julian, probably about once yeah. a week. You know, that, that'll okay, be enough. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And they're, they're going to be pretty, you know, they're not going to grow. They're going to be almost dormant this time of year. Okay. okay. And I'm not yeah. sure what type of soil you potted them in. But if you're going to keep Ooh. them in containers for a long uh-huh. time, you'd be better mm-hmm. off to grow them in just straight dirt and not have any potting soil because they'll retain Good. more moisture and they'll retain more fertilizer. They'll retain more moisture. Oh, and I do fertilize them, but not much. I mean, it was like twice a year. Okay. And uh, Well, in a container, okay. if you want them to be happy, you're going to probably want to feed them more than that. And what you, you can feed them with... You know how hard it is digging a hole out here? <laughs> well, no, we're talking about the ones in the pots. Oh, the ones... I know. I said the ones... And the grounds are growing really well. Well, they, they get, the the, yeah, they get a lot more advantage of having more water and, and you know, right. and being able to root out in the soil. They get more minerals. So uh, yeah. they're, they're easier to grow in a pot. But if you want to keep them happy in the containers, what you want to do is pick up a fertilizer called Osmocote. And the Osmocote's slow release, it'll last about 60 to 90 days. And you could top, you could top it, just put it right over the top of the container. And, mm-hmm. uh, but if you'll do that every 60 to 90 days, it'll make them much happier. Okay. Osmocote. Osmocote. O-S-M-O-C-O-A-T. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Bird of Paradise. Mm-hmm. I love the color, but I bought six of them, three, didn't make it, and three did, but it took, you know what, uh, how they came back was after our big rain this summer, and I planted them last fall, three of them finally came up. Is this, like, are, are these the Mexican bird of paradise, uh, Joanne? Yes, the, the orangey ones. So, yeah. so what does that tell you? I don't know. It says you're not <laughs> watering enough, that. Joanne. <laughs> they need more water. <laughs> Okay. All righty. That sounds good. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. Have Thank a good you. day. Enjoy you, your program. You too. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, looks like Troy Barrett snuck in there with the news, and and he did help us with some of our music today. We got to give you know, and actually, Shira's got a song today. So we kind of we're doing a team effort here at the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. Uh, while we're gone during the news, we do have three lines available. The number to call Shira six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven two seven seven. KTAR. Snowy nights and Christmas lights. I see window pane. Make me wish that we could be together again. And the windy winter avenues. 
just don't seem the same And the Christmas carols sound like blues But the choir is not to blame But it doesn't have to be that way What we had should never have ended I'll be dropping by today We could easily get it together tonight It's only right Crowded stores, the corner Santa Claus Tinseled afternoons And the sidewalk bands play their songs Slightly out of tune On the windy winter avenues There walks a lonely man And if I told you who he is Well, I think you'd understand Well, beautiful morning out there, folks. You know, it's kind of light over, you know, here in Sunny Slope right now. But, boy, are we thankful for those high clouds. You know, it let Ivan out at our citrus farm sleep for a night instead of starting wind machines at midnight. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. A little bit of cloud cover holding some heat in, you know, an extra four or five degrees really does prevent the frost more than anything else that could happen. Anyway, we got three lines open. The number to call, 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR. We got Tom in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. I bet it's cold up there. Morning, Tom. Yeah, it was I, It was 14 degrees this morning at my place. <laughs> well, that's not terrible. <laughs> no, it's actually, actually not. No, no. Hey, Brian, I, I've got a couple of hibiscus that I have in pots that I put on the patio in the summertime. And, of course, I bring them into the garage that's heated into the for the winter um my question is i I have a grow light in there it's one of those multicolored ones you know all the led different colors i guess Uh and um my question is should i leave that on 24 7 or just turn it on like 12 hours a day? No, 12 hours would be plenty of time. You could let them rest. I mean, you know, it's depending on what you're, if you're trying to grow marijuana really fast or grow vegetables like you do in Alaska in the summertime, you could certainly leave it on longer. But, uh, you know, a a sufficient grow light 12 hours a day is plenty. Okay. And is, is that grow light better than just a regular, like, white type of yeah, light? Yeah, well, it is. I mean, there's a different type of light they put off, and they, they are worth the investment. You know, and they've gotten, okay. they used to be real expensive and rare, but since this marijuana is being grown everywhere now, there's a lot more grow lights out there. Yeah, right, right. And should I should I feed them at all during the winter? Uh, you know, if you did the like the Osmocote, like we talk about the slow release, uh, it'll yep. last indoors. What what temperature is your your garage? Uh, it gets probably down to forty, maybe. Okay, and and, and it's what forty to sixty most of the time. Um, yeah, probably 40 to 60, yeah, I okay. would say. So they're going to be fairly dormant, you know, hibiscus or a tropical plant. But if you would put mm-hmm. some Osmocote on those guys on top, it'll release slowly from now until probably, you can probably get four or five months out of it indoors like that. Okay, super. I really appreciate the info. But Tom, thanks for the call. And uh, I, it looks like you guys have got some cold, cold weather coming next week, huh? Yeah, they're look talking single digits and below zero at night. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get cold. So hey, did the Packers but, play yesterday? Uh, 
You know, I'm not even sure. <laughs> oh, come on. You're from I, Wisconsin. The whole state has trouble. to go to a Packers I'm, game. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble now if I don't, if I don't know where the Packers are. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think they were playing Los Angeles or somebody, and they were talking about the, I don't know if it's today or yesterday, but talking about the difference in, in weather. And uh, the quarterback yep. was quite happy the fact that it was going to be 15 degrees on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely a, an advantage for the Packers. They're used to playing in that cold weather. Yeah, not many people are. <laughs> no, no, nope. But uh, anyway, well, hey, thanks. I uh, listen to your show every week, and I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for being part of it. Have a have a nice holiday season. Bye bye. Yeah, you too. You too, Brian. Bye. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got Christine and Florence. Good morning. Good morning. I can't even believe that I'm actually talking to you on the radio. Well, it's pretty easy to do. All you got to do is call every Sunday or, or Saturday. <laughs> I have my radio's on in the other room, and I'm trying not to listen to it because you're delayed somehow. Yeah, it is delayed, but you're, you're very clear on the phone, though. So good, good, because we have bad connection here, as Miracle from Kirsten told you. Um, I have, I'm kind of an amateur gardener, but I, I used to, I mean, I grew up in California. Everything grows there, right? Then I moved to Texas, and I figured out how to grow things, and they were fine. Even went to Master Gardener class, which is a class, and that's about it. But anyway, and then I got to Arizona, and Everything dies. Everything I try, everything. And I have gardeners hinting at various things. I, you know, trying everything. But um, in my classroom, I have things growing, of course, indoor plants. But my question, I'll get there. I'll get teachers talk a lot anyway. Um, well, that's a good thing because, you know, if teachers didn't talk a lot, us <laughs> students out there wouldn't have anything to listen to. So. <laughs> But they don't always want to believe me. <laughs> One of my favorite teachers, Christine, could was deaf and could read lips. His, his name was Father Finch, and he actually helped oh. translate the Dead Sea Scrolls. But he wow. was an uncanny lip reader, and uh, he would just catch anybody you, you couldn't, unless you were turned away from him. You know, he knew what you were saying. But go ahead, yeah, I'm then, sorry. Then he could talk all you wanted about him, right? <laughs> yeah, if you're turned, turned away from him. <laughs> They can turn away, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, I have these plants inside. Now I'll find it, except well, I had this avocado, and all the kids would come and they touch them and play with them and everything. But this avocado was so healthy, just out of a seed, you know, mm-hmm. and I put it into a pot. And then all of a sudden the leaves started turning brown uh, around the edges. And it's still... It's still growing, but it's kind of like the next leaves up aren't brown, but they're curly kind of. And then I don't know. But this is in the cl- this is in the classroom, Christine. Yes. And are you growing it in soil or in water? It's in soil. Okay. So what I'd recommend it's is you. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to leach the soil out. So, you know, take it out of the classroom, run water through the soil. And then if periodically you throw some coffee grounds on top, that's going to keep the soil a little bit more acidic. And it's pretty easy, just like the equivalent of one pot of coffee grounds once a month or once every couple weeks uh, will help it. And then we've talked a lot today for some reason about Osmocote, but that's a perfect fertilizer for use in the classroom. It's little pellets and it'll last. It's Osmocote and it'll last about 90 days in the, in a classroom. Oh, okay. And it's a slow release fertilizer that would work really well. 
But uh, oh, okay, okay. But there's a lot. There's a lot of fun things you can grow in your, you know, in your class. Do you guys have a school garden? No. No, it's it's kind no, of fun. It's a new school, and they're not encouraging. I know. I'd love to do something. Like <laughs> what uh, What grade do you teach? I have seven through twelve. Oh wow! It's a high school group, junior high and high. high. Well, that's yeah. Cool. And I love doing garden. Well, I'm a special ed teacher, but I have concepts English right now. Well, you know, especially for special <laughs> ed, you know, um, growing things can be really important and fun. And um, oh, they they like it. I think, I, and nobody's destroyed anything. I mean, that's very much a positive, you know. Well, they like them, and I tell them how to touch them, and they do. They touch them, and they, I mean, they're not, they're not low kids. They're pretty, pretty high, actually. If they're listening, they're very high. Uh-huh. They're brilliant. <laughs> well, you know, some, some, some really, really fun things to grow. They're really easy. I know you'll have success with if you want to grow from seed or radishes. You know, you could put out a oh. big container, and you can seed radishes, and I guarantee they'll come up. You can grow carrots. They'll germinate really easy, too. They just won't get as big in a container like that but the rat is just mm-hmm. a, you know a short enough season you can grow those and um, you know if, if you found uh, well if, if, I'll tell you what if, you, if you're it can be in South Phoenix I'll give you some big tomato plants yeah, I think we Ooh. still have them if they didn't get too cold I don't think they got too cold this week so I've got some big tomato plants that you could put in a larger container with a, a cage on them and if we've got some like sweet 100s or, or giant cherries uh, those will bloom mm-hmm. in the classroom and you can have fruit so you know it's just fun to have some Success when we garden, and and sometimes what we want to do is just just pick an easier thing. You know, it's like making chocolate milk versus making a souffle. You know, it's some things you just throw a little chocolate in the milk. Hey, you got you change it, and it's good. And uh, some plants are that way as well. You know, so there's easy things to so grow. Do you in. think tomatoes are easy? Yeah, because I have not had success at all. Oh, and I had two beautiful pepper plants, mm-hmm. and they got at school. This happened at school the first time, but. They got those little uh, spider mites or whatever. They make uh-huh. little webs and they kill the plant like instantly. It's just well, spider mites are bad. Really yeah, they, yeah, those you'd have to take outside and spray with like some spinosad or like a chemical to, to kill them. You know, you shouldn't get spider mites indoors, but sometimes you get a plant and it has a few and then it gets where it's warm and they really multiply. But uh, yeah, some of those yeah, things can be trickier than others. Usually spider mites don't bother uh, tomatoes so much, though. And, um, you know, the ones that are, do you have pretty bright lights in your room? Do you have open windows? Yeah. Yes. Open windows. Yes. They're right by the windows. Everything. And, and then, uh, yeah, bright lights. Are, what, we can what, what side of the uh, classroom are your windows on? I think it's the south side. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. If, if you've got southern light, you can grow a lot of things. Southern light with a well, shelf I mean, like that. Considering my, it can't grow anything during the summer outside. Or, I mean, even in the winter, everything. My tomato plants have all died. My peppers all got sick and died. Well, it's winter time now, and typically and historically, we wouldn't be growing peppers and tomatoes. Did they, did they freeze? No, no, no. The, the peppers just got the spider mites so hmm. badly from one day to the next. And I read online about how to... You know, dip them in water, you know, coat them with oil. And, of course, I've used too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Christine, I, I tell you, I think gardening's a lot like cooking. And I've destroyed more dishes and killed more plants than anybody I've ever known. But, you know, unless you're trying something different, you never learn. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. Th- thank you very much for the call. And uh, would you happen to be in Gilbert this week? 
you know, I just bought a Christmas tree yesterday. I was thinking, are you, are you kidding me? You're giving away free trees, and I bought one yesterday. Well, if you need so one for the classroom, uh, if you need one for the classroom, come by and see the Gilbert store. Okay. You just uh, walk in and get a tree. Well, Christine, I have to give them your name and phone number first, but uh, oh, then okay. you can, then you can just walk in and get a tree. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to put you on hold, and if you'll give Sherry your phone number, right? Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate your call. Have a, have a wonderful holiday season with those kids. Bye bye. You too. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We're to come back with Tony in North Phoenix. But after Tony in North Phoenix, we've got wide open phones. The number to call six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven two seven seven KTAR. Sunday morning out there. Those high clouds keep it a little warmer. May seem chilly to some of you, but perhaps a little snow in the hills, too. Anyway, I want to take a minute and invite you out to Whitfields. At Whitfields, we grow trees. Started with my grandparents back in the 40s and continuing today for four generations. We've got trees all kinds, all sizes. If you want to give a you know a holiday gift, uh, we can deliver and plant for you. And I won't guarantee you'll be in before, the, before Christmas, but we can get them in before New Year's anyway. And uh, we've got all kinds. We've got citrus with fruit all over them. You know, if you want to take something home and, and just surprise somebody, you know, you can take those home easily and you can enjoy the fruit this weekend. So whatever your dreams are, come out and see us at Woodfields. Now, we also have beautiful Christmas trees uh, from Washington and Oregon and the high Sierras and California. And our most special ones that uh, we work with the White Mountain Tribe and the League of Veterans. And um, they had some beautiful, uh, you know, different looking trees. They're a native Arizona tree. There's some white fir, blue spruce, and maybe a few cork bark firs left in there. But uh, whatever your dream is for that perfect Christmas tree, come out and see us. Our original store is at 824 East Glendale. The East Valley of Cooper, which is the same as Stapley and Guadalupe, 2647 East Southern, Southern Straight South of the Sky Harbor Airport, or 64th Street and Bell Road, right there. That's our only lot. That's not a nursery. And we'll be open today from 10 to 6. Whitfield Nursery for four generations. Growing trees here for Arizona's future. Tony in North Phoenix, good morning. Good morning, Brian. So the last caller with the teacher talking a lot. All I could think here in 
And back of my mind was Charlie Brown's teacher on the TV shows. So, <laughs> <laughs> love the story about your high school teacher, though, the lip reader. Oh, <laughs> That's too it, much. It, it was it was pretty. Well, he was actually he became deaf in World War Two because um, he was by a big cannon. And uh, but Father Finch was quite a guy. Wow. Fantastic. My wife is interested in a plant called the bergamot. Bergamot. Yeah, and it's used in a lot of teas, the leaves are. And looking it up online, some of the online nurseries show that they can be in this area, uh, you know, 25 to 30 degrees Celsius, which is not, you know, of course, is less less than 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is that something you guys run across? Uh, it's not a plant I'm familiar with at all. And uh, but you know one thing we can do we can always do a little research during the week, and uh, and I'll find out more about them. And you know the thing is we might also have another listener that knows about them. And there's a lot more tropical different plants being grown here than have ever been grown before, and uh, which which makes it all fun, you know, and it really does. But we just have to be careful not to bring them from the wrong place with the you know exotic critter on it that's going to cause us problems. But you know there are plenty of uh, fun different varieties here grown, and you know we see a lot more tropicals here now. And it gives me a chance to warn people to cover their papayas. But, um, you know, we got papayas right. and mangoes and things we just didn't see here at all before. Right. I mean, the worst we can have is we'll kill it with frost or something or, or heat. It'll stifle it. But, yeah, it's shown as an ingredient in a lot of tea products. Well, that know. sounds like fun. Yeah, that's, that's that. That's that or, that or you know, marijuana is legal now, Tony. You can just hook her up with some marijuana, make some kind of marijuana <laughs> tea or something. <laughs> you, can, right. you can you can tell her it's bergamot red. You know. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole maybe maybe all this interest in growing that stuff is well, you know, will equate to people wanting to grow you know regular stuff. So. Well, know, right? yeah, and everybody has their own idea what regular is, too, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's why I like Thanks, that Marlo Brian. Thomas song. You know, I, I ran across that one yesterday. And it's like, oh, I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> We're all a little different. Hey, Tony, have a great holiday. Thanks for calling. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Susan and, oh, let's see, no, first we have Robin and Gilbert, then Susan. Hi, Robin. Good morning. This rockin' Robin? Not not this morning. Not that, not this early. Okay, it is Sunday. No, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Um, I have two questions. Um, I'm probably a little late on this, but they're both pruning questions. I have a star jasmine that's all over the place that needs to be uh, cut back, and then I also have pomegranates. And so I'd just like your advice on when I can do that, if I can do it now, or when I should wait to do that. Well, Robin, if you want to prune them, you can prune them both right now. It's not going to hurt at all for the star jasmine. It's, it's the right time to prune the pomegranate. Um, on the star jasmine, the only thing you're going to do is you're going to not have a lot of new growth until the middle of February. So wherever you cut it, okay. choose what you're going to look at from now to February. So if you think it looks okay. better uncut, you could wait till then or you can cut it now. The pomegranate, on the other hand, this is the perfect time to cut it back. And is it an old one or young one or what do you have? I've had it for about uh, four years. I bought it as a discount stick, thought it would die. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's just, like, gone all over the place. So um, lots of different, um, you know, I guess, I don't know what they are, branches that are coming up from the base. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's really beautiful, but it just needs to be cut back now. So, And you, this is the fruiting when you're growing for fruit, right? 
Oh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So what you want to do is you want to thin it down to somewhere between one and five canes coming up from the bottom, okay, or stems, or whatever you want to okay. call it, and thin it down to between one and five, and then top it off at about eight feet. And, and then you can okay. thin out the head portion, too. So it's going to come up kind of vase-shaped. You can thin out the head portion, too, some this time of year. And if you'll do that, okay, the pomegranates you get will be much larger and easier to harvest. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. That's great. Thanks, Robin. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Now we've got uh, Susan in Glendale. Hi, Susan. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. And you? Great. Great. Loving this weather. Hey, um, I have a question for you. I started a grapefruit tree about six years ago from a seed, and it's about, I don't know, four feet tall now, mm-hmm. but I've never gotten any fruit from it. What? Is that normal? Well, is it outside or is it in a container? Yeah, outside. Outside in the ground? Or in a container? Yeah. Okay. It's in the ground. Well, it, you know, the thing about it is there's genetic variation from seed. You know, it's not going to be like the one that was grafted that it came from. But uh, not to say that a grapefruit can't produce still, and it might not be exactly the same grapefruit, you know, as the one that uh, you harvested the fruit and, and planted the seed from. But grapefruit in general will come out better than a lot of varieties from seed. And uh, it just, it, how large is it, Susan? You said it's four feet? It's about four feet tall. Okay, so it's still pretty small. How big in diameter is the trunk? Um, about maybe um, maybe a foot around. No, no. How big is this? Is the trunk diameter? You know the stem. How tall is it? No. How how large in diameter? Is it like a broomstick size, or is it like a baseball? No, it's um, it's about um, a top of a baseball size, baseball bat. Okay, so it's pretty good size then. Um, So, does it flower in the spring? I have I have never had any flowers on it yet. Well, you know, you're you're just you're growing this special grapefruit. Now, what you could do is you could bud onto your grapefruit. They actually make excellent rootstocks for other varieties of citrus, and you could even make your grapefruit into a cocktail tree. And when you would do that, budding would be in May. And How do you grow vodka? How do you grow vodka? Well, <laughs> is that a cocktail tree? I'm just teasing. Well, we we have a lot of things that go really well with the vodka. Now, if you if you want to go taste some of our Meyer lemons, you can go to Sprouts or Whole Foods or uh, Safeway and Albertsons. I and love the, your Meyer lemons; and, they're the best. And they all have Meyer lemons now, and it's Meyer lemon season. We're trying to get the uh, Whole Foods in New York to take some next week, you know. But anyway. Um, no, if you wanted to graft something onto it, you can. The time to do it's May, and that way you'd be assured okay. to have some fruit. Perfect. Okay. Um, the other thing, too, is last year you had that contest on winning a tree. I don't want to win a tree. I won it last year about the story of the true Christmas. But I did want to tell you a little story real quick if you're still taking we've, stories we've, about we've, Christmas. We've got a minute, so you go ahead. My dad had a bus, um, a bus, and he converted into a motorhome. And one year, he stopped off on the side of the road. This was years ago in Arizona, and brought a home a Christmas tree that was almost the whole length of the bus. We actually had to put it on its side and and um, um, take. Um, 
stuff to um, secure the bulbs on the top. And then he host, hoisted it up and had to actually attach it with a cable on the wall because it was, we had a two-story house with cathedral ceilings. And that's how tall it was. But we had actually had to decorate the top before we could even stand it up because our ladders weren't tall enough to do the top of the tree. So that was my story. <laughs> you know what we do, Susan, in our Christmas tree lot at Bell Road? We have customers that come in, and we have a leaning rack that they lean the really tall silver tips and the tall trees, like the 18- and 20-foot trees on. And they actually uh-huh. put they put their lights on there at the Christmas tree lot and then take their tree home already lit. But uh, Wow. Well, if they're tall, it's just made it easier for them to light them. Hey, appreciate the call. Have a nice Christmas, and we'll, uh, we'll talk Merry to Christmas. you uh, next week or next year or sometime. Thanks, All Susan. Right. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll be right back after the news with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. Here's Sundays from 7 to 9 on 92.3 FM KTAR.